you're ready to take your leadership to the next level, you're in the right place. This is the Think on Purpose podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Fry. Let's dive in. If you have ever come back from vacation or PTO and felt really frustrated or disappointed that the time off wasn't better, that you didn't have more fun, or you didn't actually unplug, or you didn't accomplish whatever the goal of the vacation or time off was, then this episode is for you. It is so common for our heart-centered leaders to struggle to unplug, to take the time away, to really enjoy being away from work. So today's episode is all about the three barriers that keep us from enjoying our vacation. My goal is that after today's episode, you will never be disappointed by your time off again. Welcome back to the Think on Purpose podcast. So you've probably had an experience where you were looking forward to taking time off. And when I say vacation, this is a broad word, right? It could be actually going somewhere. It could be a staycation. Or it might just be, I've just decided not to work. I'm going to take a long weekend or take a Friday off. It doesn't really matter. But whether or not this has been something you've been looking forward to for weeks or months, maybe even years, or it's more of a spontaneous decision, then the time comes to actually take the time off. Have you ever noticed that you start to feel anxious or worried or stressed? Well, what the heck is going on here? Why can't I enjoy my vacation? Well, I think there's three main reasons why we struggle. So the first one is that we don't actually practice time off. So see if this sounds familiar. As we are working and leading up to a vacation, we're thinking like, well, I'll take a vacation in a week or my time off is coming up. So I'm going to work extra hard right now. This literally just happened to me. We were going to visit some family um, in the UK. And so for that 10 days leading up to our time off, I was thinking, I'll work hard right now because I have a vacation coming. I'll earn it now. I'll earn that time off in this 10 days. I'll get it all done. These kinds of sneaky thoughts actually hold us back from enjoying our vacation. And here's what I mean by that. When we train our brain to work super hard for 10 days or two weeks or two months or two years, because we keep telling ourselves the vacation is coming, we're not teaching our brains to turn it off. We're not teaching our brains that we can relax now. So when you catch yourself in this thought pattern of, oh, vacation is coming, so I have to work hard now, just notice it. Notice that thought. And I want you to start building in breaks and opportunities to turn off work before vacation. Even if you don't have anything planned for the summer, I highly recommend starting this process right now. So every day, can you practice teaching your brain it is safe? not to check email. Maybe it's 10 minutes. Maybe it's over lunch. Maybe it's in the evenings after 6 p.m. If email isn't where you struggle, where is your struggle? Where does your brain tell you, I have to keep working? Just one more thing. Just one more project. One more report. Where does your brain struggle to turn off and get quiet? And we want to start practicing that skill now, long before vacation even happens. And again, this will help you even if you're just taking a Friday off or half of a day off. 
we want to teach our brains that it's okay to rest and we don't actually have to get, quote, air quotes, all the things done before vacation. Because truly, what does that even mean? What actually are all of the things? So that's the first one. I want you to start practicing taking breaks, turning off work now, long before vacation. The second one is to check your expectations. Now, I didn't even realize the kind of expectations that I had for vacations, especially if they were far away or they were expensive. But I realized that I actually thought that if we were taking a family trip, for example, that the children, which are now actually teenagers, but that they should show up in a different way, right? So in my brain, it sounded like kids should be grateful to get to go on trips. Kids should wake up in the morning with joy in their hearts, ready to start the day. Kids should not be on their phones on vacation. Kids should enjoy everything about vacation. We should eat every meal together. I mean, this is a very long list of expectations that I had about how other people should show up on a trip. And then when you add in a blended family, you add in other families' expectations. And then if you're vacationing with other friends or other family, it's everything that they expect. And now we have a very long list of rules. But the funny thing is nobody even knows that they're there. We're all just sort of operating from these internal rules that we haven't talked about. We haven't decided on purpose. But yet this is the expectation that we're setting and that in the behavior that we're expecting other people to follow. So check your expectations because the truth is that you and the other people, everyone who you're traveling with, they will all be bringing their brains with them. So if they're not morning people at home, the chances that they will wake up with joy in their hearts every morning on vacation is actually quite low. So how can you allow people to be who they are even when you're on vacation? What is your expectation? And this is something that I love working with my clients on because we don't even recognize those rules. We don't even recognize the expectation we're putting on other people. I can remember a family trip to Disney World and the person I was traveling with had this expectation that someone else was going to pay for everything. And so they didn't bring any money. My expectation was every adult will pay for themselves. We didn't talk about this, but it created this really weird conflict when this person, this other adult was constantly asking other people for money, like we had some sort of joint count or something. But the only problem was we just didn't talk about it. That was their lived experience. That was how they are used to vacationing. When I was with the teenagers, like I said, my expectation was everyone enjoys every activity. Of course, people will enjoy hiking up the mountain because we're in a beautiful place. But that's just simply not how people operate. So we call this, this idea of those unwritten expectations, we call it the manual. So consider what are all of your rules for vacation? What is your vacation manual? And I really encourage my clients to write this out ahead of time so that you can be super clear on what your rules are, and then you can decide on purpose what you want to keep and what you're willing to throw out. Our best family vacation was the one where I intentionally decided that people could do the activities or not, and it would not be a problem. 
I decided ahead of time that I was responsible for the experience of the vacation that I had. And while I could offer my kids, I could offer the other adults an opportunity to experience a hike or snorkeling or whatever. I could offer the opportunity, but I couldn't force them to enjoy it. I cannot tell you how liberating that was to just release myself, to fire myself of trying to make everyone have a great experience. Because the truth is, there will be some activities they like and some they don't like. And the other truth is, as soon as I allowed myself to let other people have their experience, I released so much pressure on myself to have like an amazing time for me to love every part of the vacation. Because the truth is, I don't love to ATV, but I was willing to do it because other people enjoyed it. But as soon as I released that pressure, now I had some choice. I could say no to the ATVing or I could say yes and just know it's not my favorite thing. But it's such a different experience than when I'm telling myself, oh, we have to love every part of vacation and the kids should be grateful and we're spending a ton of money. So everyone has to have fun the entire time. It just, it doesn't even make sense, right? Because we're still humans having human experience, bringing our human brains with us. So check your expectations and consider writing out your manual. Okay, and then here's the third one. And this is deciding on purpose, your rules for vacation. And what I mean by this is somewhere along the way, a lot of us learned this idea of like, you shouldn't work on vacation or you should unplug or whatever that sounds like for you. And depending on your work culture, there might be a a specific expectation around whether you log in or don't log in, check email, don't check email. So instead of relying on these unintentional thoughts, these unintentional rules that you've picked up along the way about work and vacation or time off, decide on purpose. Because sometimes after I've had a couple of days of relaxing, I actually feel really inspired and I want to write, a, write an email or I have an idea for a program or I want to share something with a colleague that might spark something for them. So why is that a problem? Why is it a problem if I get inspired and I want to work? Like, am I really going to tell myself, oh, you're on vacation, you're not allowed to work? I mean, I could, it's fine if I do. But just notice what is the rule that I'm setting and why? Why am I following that rule? If I want to unplug, I can decide. Like, what does that look like? Maybe I only check my phone or check email or go, um, you know, go on the internet. Maybe I'm only doing that for an hour a day and I have a specific time frame. Or maybe I decide to turn off all devices and that is also fine. So you get to decide on purpose your rules. But sometimes we create ourselves more stress when we have these ideas of what vacation should look like, like I shouldn't log in or I shouldn't contact my coworkers. And then we feel even more stress. Whereas if we would just shoot off a quick email or take care of something, we could let it go and just move on. So just think about what are the messages that you've gotten about vacation? What did you see growing up? What do you like? What do you not like? And why? And then you get to decide on purpose. So notice each of these three points, starting to practice ahead of time, starting to practice taking breaks, teaching our brains that we can turn off work before we go on vacation, checking our expectations. What do we expect 
other people to do? How do we think other people should show up just because we're on vacation and we're not at home? And then the third one, deciding on purpose. What are my rules? How do I want to show up on this trip or on this day off? What does that look like for me? Each of these has in common that the preparation is in our brains. We focus so much when it comes to vacation on like, what should I pack? And what's the itinerary? And where should I go? But none of that really matters if we're not in the right frame of mind, if we haven't decided on purpose what this vacation is all about for us. And I promise it will save you so much mind drama. So you can decide ahead of time who's in charge of paying. You can decide ahead of time that you're going to have an amazing trip, even if the teenagers are on their phones, even if the toddlers scream waiting in line, even if, and no matter what, you get to decide your experience of vacation and never be disappointed by it again. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. How are you preparing for vacation? And again, vacation could be a staycation or just a day off or a week off at home, but it's a break from work. How are you preparing for that this summer? And which tip do you think you'll find the most useful? I'll see you next week. Have a great week. Hey, don't forget to like and follow me on Instagram at jen.fry.coaching, where we share more tips, more personal stories, and continue our journey to think on purpose. And if you liked today's episode, click those three dots and share it with a friend.